Good morning, good morning, good morning. This Friday morning, about 8.48. I want to get out something this morning that's so pivotal to the saints. God is good. God is in control. His son, Jesus Christ, lives forever and evermore. But this message is for the church. This message this morning is so imperative I was reading uh, in Thessalonians, 2 Thessalonians uh, 1, 2. Yeah, just 1 and 2 right now. But I have to get this message out. It's very important. Dear Father God, we decrease this morning and you get the increase. I just want to say thank you, Lord. I praise you. I glorify your name. There's no other God but you. You are a jealous God. Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior. We put nothing ahead of you. We put nothing ahead of you. You are first in our life. We don't put our job in front of you. We don't put our spouse in front of you. We don't put our kids in front of you. We don't put uh, all these different um, things that we do from college and the military and from old school friends. We put nothing ahead of you. As our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But this message, amen, this message this morning is for people who are sitting in the church. Now, God's final judgment, the second Thessalonians. I want to start at chapter one. I want to go all the way down to, I want to say, let's, let's, let's just read uh, the first chapter of second Thessalonians. Uh, verse three, we are bound to thank God always for you, brethren, as it is fitting because your faith grows exceedingly and the love of every one of you all bounds towards each other so that we ourselves boast of you up among the churches of God for your patience and faith and all your persecutions, tribulations that you endure, which is manifest evidence of the righteous judgment of God. That you may be counted worthy of the kingdom of God, for which you also suffer. Since it is a righteous thing with God, it's a righteous thing with God to repay with tribulation those who trouble you. To give you who are troubled rest with us when the Lord Jesus is revealed from heaven with his mighty angels. Now, watch this. This is where it's going to get all tricky. In flame and fire, taking vengeance on, on those who do not know God. I mean, you don't have no relationship. You don't care about God. He's taking vengeance, flaming vengeance. And on those who do not obey the gospel, our Lord Jesus Christ. That's the people who say they are Christians, but they're living foul. Now, I'm not saying they made a mistake and that judgment is on you. You repent it. No, these people are living a horrible life, but say they are Christian. They shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power. When he comes in that day to be glorified in saints and his saints and to be admired among those who believe because our testimony among you was believed. Now, who is that? Who is that? These are the same people who sit in church. That's not living right. That's totally not living right. But you say you're saved. 
No, you didn't make one mistake, two mistakes. This is your lifestyle, how you living. Let's read it again. And he will take vengeance on those who do not know God and on those who do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. That's 2 Thessalonians chapter 1. That's 8, 9, and 10. This is powerful. See, this is so important to the body of Christ. This is important. It's everlasting destruction. So if you live in foul, if you call yourself a Christian, you uh, constantly cussing, you constantly doing drugs, you constantly uh, living in sin with sexual immorality, knowing you married, it's wrong. It's wrong. And he's coming for you with fire. Now, let's let's skip over. I want to I want to read something else. Same second Thessalonians chapter two. I want to read something else because this is this is for the church. This is for the church right here. OK, here we go. Verse. Eight. Second uh, Thessalonians chapter two, verse eight. And then the lawless one who. One will be revealed whom the Lord will consume with the breath of his mouth and destroy with the brightness of his coming. The coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan with all power, signs and lying wonders and with all unrighteousness, deception among those who perish because they did not receive the love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this reason, God will send them a strong delusion that they should believe the lie. That they all may be condemned who did not believe the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Now, we want to we want to piggyback on what that means. This is what this means, because many in the church will pull away from the teaching of the word. People will not receive the love of the truth that they might be saved. Those who willfully reject the gospel before the rapture. What is the rapture? That's when all true believers with repentant hearts disappear off this earth. Uh, Jesus will be at the tip top of the sky and call us home. Pretty much. That's the rapture. The snatching away. That's in the Bible. The gospel before the rapture will have lost their chance to be saved. Now, if they lose their chance to get saved and they don't go up in the rapture, Meaning they're going to have to be here on this earth for seven years and they're going to go through pure hell. Meaning they either going to repent and realize what took place or just like I read, they're going to be in deception and they're going to they're going to take the, the mark of the beast. Now, you could think, oh, this is crazy, but this stuff is about to go down. It's real. It's real because the Bible says it's real. Now. Some don't believe it, but what happens when it happened and you still here? What, what can you do with your life then? Huh? What can you do? God will allow the Antichrist persuasive power that he will be able to delude them and make them believe a lie. This is what we're talking about this morning. Now, People, this this is for people who say they go to church. This is for people who say they're Christians. This is for people who say uh, they have their brothers, their frat brothers, and all these other type of things. 
these fraternity groups, they're putting that over Christ. You can't do that. You can't serve two masters. You have to serve Jesus Christ if you call yourself a Christian. Now, if you ain't a Christian, this ain't for you. Because we already read what's going to happen to the people that totally rejected God. It's hell. It's hell. It's fire for you. That's it. You're done. That's what the words say. I didn't say it. So you can get mad at the word. You can get mad at God. You can get mad at Paul. Okay? Because he he wrote it. I'm just the messenger. Okay? Because I want to get some people saved because I see what's coming. Earthquakes was the last thing in Matthew 24. Now we seeing these earthquakes speed up now. This is the 75th year of Israel being a nation. Okay? And Psalms, I believe it's Psalms 90:10. It talks about the generation that will see God and then fly away. But it said a generation to God is 70 to 80 years. That's talking about Israel. And then we fly away. We're in the 75th year right now. 75th. It's only five more years left before a new generation. This generation will see Jesus Christ come back. Period. Hands down. Whether it be at the end of the 80 years, which is six years from now, or within these next five years. So, I'm coming on here to let you know, get your life right. Serve one master, and that's Jesus Christ. Don't serve nothing else. Don't look at nothing else. Focus on Jesus Christ from this point out, 2023. That should be your main focus. Well, Red, brother, boo, deacon, evangelist, pastor, what are you talking about? I'm talking about things that's about to heat up. There's already rumors of wars. With China, with Russia, don't like us. Iran is ready to bomb Israel. Okay? We see all this stuff happening. The Bible is telling us this stuff. Look up your redemption draws near. Who is your redemption? That's Jesus Christ. This thing is about to spill over. You have to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ and a repentant heart or you will be left behind. Stop doing all the phony baloney. Don't worry about what the politicians doing. You vote for the one that's closest to Christ. That model what the Bible says. That's it. That's it. Don't worry about what else they doing or who they sleeping with. Or how much money they getting. Who cares? None of that's going to matter at the end. None of that. Because Satan, the Antichrist, is going to rule the whole entire world. And if you don't do what he say, you're going to get killed. That's if you left here. It's scripture based. You will get your head chopped off. We can go to Revelation. I can prove it to you. But this message this morning is not for you to be left behind. This message is for you to repent, change your ways, and follow Christ. Don't follow nothing else. And find you a Bible-believing church that trusts in Jesus Christ, as we do, and live for him. Nothing else. And be a bondservant for Jesus Christ and live holy because he is holy. Nothing else. We have to get it right for 2023. I want all to go to heaven. 
Let's get it right today. And if you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ, bow your head and ask Jesus Christ to forgive you all your sins. You repent to Jesus Christ. You trust in Jesus Christ that he died and he raised from the dead and that you put all your heart in him. You put all your mind, you put all your trust in him and confess to him right now in the name of Jesus and ask him to forgive you of all your sins, everything that you've done. You repent right now and you confess that you believe in Jesus Christ. And that you honor Jesus Christ and that your heart is true and your mind is right and your soul is pure for him. And everything in you decrease and Jesus get the increase in Jesus name. Amen. You say that prayer and you mean it from the bottom of your heart. And you find your a home based church that trusts and believe in Jesus Christ and stay in there. Until he come, get us and live holy. And when you mess up, you ask for forgiveness. You ask the Lord, you repent and turn from your wicked ways. He is coming back soon. This thing is at the cusp. Get ready. I'm fired up this morning because the reading is so is jumping off the pages. I'm having visions of us going up already. I'm having, I'm having uh, 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 signs of us going up. I'm just going up. That's why I know it's close. That's why we got to preach the gospel. That's why 2,000 people got saved at the fair. 5,000 came through the tent. 2,000 got saved. That's why we got to preach this good news. Because we want all to get saved. Because once the rapture hit, that's it. You're going to have to get saved in the, in the tribulation and it's going to be brutal. It's going to be the worst time. The Bible said that the tribulation on this earth for those seven years is going to be the worst in human history. Ain't nobody going to be working. Nobody's going to be working. People are going to be scrambling just to eat, just to, to survive with all the attacks and all the things you talking about demonic angels being released, biting people, but they can't die. We're talking about war, bombs, nuclear explosions. Everything is going to be going. It's going to be so chaotic over the world. You're not going to have a chance to breathe. Animals going to be eating people. Think about all these zoos. Once people are gone, raptured, or they're not working there, and these animals going to get loose to eat people because it ain't going to be no food. You have to get your life right today. Don't wait. This message is so important for non-believers and believers. It's important. And we have to get this message out because we want all to be saved. You can still have fun. You can enjoy yourself with your family, with your friends, but it's a certain height you go. You don't go past that line to do things that's not appropriate to Christ. That's where you draw the line and ah, you stop. Oh, yeah, I can't I can't do that, breast. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I ain't doing that no more. 
I ain't, I ain't going hanging out like that. I ain't smoking weed. I ain't sniffing powder. I'm not sleeping in this bed and that bed. Mm-mm. I'm not lying for you. Mm-mm. These are the things that we turn from because we are troopers of Christ, Jesus Christ. What separate us from every other religion? Because that's what people want to know. What separate us from all these other religions that you see on the street and everything else? They might have a little taste of ours. This is what separate us. And I learned this a long time ago. Just listening to and being around other people in other religions. What separate us from every other religion is Jesus Christ. That's that's foremost. Jesus Christ died on the cross, but he was resurrected. Meaning he came back from the dead after three days. No other God has done that. And no other religion, all these other religions, that particular person who, who say they was their God, uh, the little fat stubby man uh, that uh, these other people believe in, uh, the other ones, nobody came back from, they dead. They completely dead. They didn't come back. That's what separates us from any other religion. And over 500 people seen him. How can you discount that? You can't discount that. You can't. So that's why I put all my faith, all my trust in Jesus Christ. There's nothing else. There's nothing else greater than him. Nothing. So in closing, we thank Jesus Christ. Get it together now before it's too late. Discount this message if you want to. It's going to come back to you if you're left behind. But then you're going to probably be set with the delusion of the Antichrist. Don't believe the lie. That's the message for this morning. Don't believe the lie. Confess Jesus Christ. Live for Jesus Christ. Honor Jesus Christ. And live holy because he is holy. Stop all the nonsense. And get in a Bible-believing church that believe in Jesus Christ. Okay? Five-fold ministry. And live for him. I thank y'all this morning. God bless y'all. I hope this touched someone. Touch your heart to change today. In Jesus' name, amen.